Welcome to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. Shep will talk with some of the smartest thinkers in business to help make you more successful in your professional and personal life. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. Hello, everyone. This is Shep Hyken. We're back on Amazing Business Radio with another amazing episode. This week, we have Jamie Edwards, who is the co-founder and the chief operating officer at Kayako. And Kayako, the best way to describe them is they are all about the live chat world. In other words, they have a customer service software that helps teams be more productive and build customer loyalty using live chat. Uh, we've been talking a lot about artificial intelligence in the last year or so. We've been talking about chatbots. Well, we may talk a little bit about that, but today this is focused on live chat. And uh, Kayako has done a study specifically on live chat. And if you actually Google Kayako live chat statistics, you'll get that study. You're going to learn more about what's in that study today because Jamie Edwards is more or less in the house, so to speak, all the way from the other side of the pond in the UK. Jamie, welcome to Amazing Business Radio. Thank you very much, Seth. Honored to be here. Great to be speaking with you. So, Jamie, you're in London. Uh, where are you over there in the UK? Near London. I, I know you're right. I'm in London, right next door to the Queen. Um, right next to the Queen. American friends place me, yeah. Oh, wow. Tell her hello for me. I'll send them my regards. <laughs> Please do. Well, well, first, give us a little background on Kayako because I want to set this up because we're going to be talking about live chat. And, and I think everybody's experienced what a chat is. And sometimes we don't even know whether it's a live chat or a, a chat bot. And, uh, but there's some definite advantages with the live chat that the chat bot cannot do. So give us some background first on Kayako, and, and then we'll get into the content. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So... Um... As, you're, as you introduced me, I'm a co-founder of Kayako, and we have built an omni-channel customer service platform. And in plain English, that means we build software that businesses use to talk to their customers over live chat, in real time, and also over email and social media. Um, and we give businesses a single view of that whole conversation with the customer, regardless of the channel it's taking place over. And we've been, we've been working customer service software for over a decade now. So, so a long time in software years. And something we've always focused on, the kind of character USP, if you like, is building and figuring out what makes a really, really great end customer experience. And then once we figure that out, we then work backwards to the business and we solve, okay, how is the business going to actually deliver this? What technology and what tools do they need? What enablement does the business's team need in order to deliver on that great customer experience? And... We've, that's been our sort of guiding philosophy for the last decade, and we've had to sort of reinvent ourselves many times over the last decade. As technology has moved on, as social media and social networking has become the norm, as real-time messaging has become the norm, but we've always asked that question, what makes a really amazing, great end customer experience? And in recent years, that's put a big spotlight for us on live chat and real-time communication. As so much commerce, and customer service, the customer interactions and engagement moves online, um, on the web desktop, on mobile devices. Real-time messaging live chat has become a big customer expectation. So customers are expecting to be able to talk to, to their vendors and businesses they're interacting with over real-time messaging. And businesses also want to provide fast, real-time, personal 
customer support experiences to their customers. And you can't get more personal than having a one-on-one conversation in real time with a customer service agent or customer support rep. I love and, it. I love it. By the way, I want to jump in because there's two big lessons that I'm hearing right now. And, and sure. uh, well, let's just go with the biggest one that I heard, and that is this. You, you created this product, and then you said, okay, we've got a product. We think this is going to work, but how are we going to get it there, and how are we going to make it successful? Let's start with the end in mind. And you started in the end, at the end, which is the customer's experience and what you wanted them to achieve, and then you worked backwards. And there's so many companies I know out there that maybe they become successful, but they could be much more successful and much more successful quicker if they would think backwards, which is what you did. You said, let's start at the end and work backwards. Too many companies forget just how important that is. So anyway, I know I interrupted you. I don't know if, there, if you had any, any other uh, insights as to what Kayako is doing. But so far, uh, I get a pretty good vision of it. You have the software for us to communicate uh, or for the customer to communicate with uh, a company. And it's that simple. It doesn't matter whether it's the traditional live chat box that pops up when you're on a computer or on your mobile phone. It could be uh, a live chat via email. But basically what you're doing is you're, you're using uh, the typed out word to communicate one-on-one with your customer. Is that what I, is that what I hear? Yeah, spot on. Perfect. Perfect. So is there anything else you wanted to add about Kayako? Yeah, sure. So um, I, guess, I guess that brings us on to um, the, the the recent study we've done into live chat, where we we surveyed uh, both sides of the tables. We surveyed businesses that offer customer service online, and we surveyed a whole bunch of consumers. So customers who uh, interact with businesses online, buy things online, to figure out what are their expectations, drivers, and what do they like and what they don't like about live chat. Got some really interesting insights out of that, and we, we actually identified a, a big disconnect. Um, the biggest lesson for us out of that study was um, customers love that live chat experience of talking to someone in real time. You, you, you can't get a more personal experience than that. It's like walking into a store and being greeted by a real person and shown around. But what they hate is the whole experience around the live chat. So customers hate having to fill in a form before talking to someone. They don't like having to wait around in a queue before they get connected to someone who can help the customer get on their way, complete their journey, and ultimately be successful. And they also don't like, um, and Heiken, I, I know you've got strong feelings about this, they don't like overly automated experiences if the customer feels like technology is getting in their way rather than helping them along. But what we found is businesses assume the opposite. Businesses put a load of technology in front of the customer, which acts as a, a barrier between the business and the customer, and customers hate that. Um, and businesses also tend not to prioritize live chat as an investment opportunity and a growth opportunity. So live chat might be done by just someone, a business might put a live chat widget up on the website and say, okay, yeah, we're doing live chat now. The businesses have tended not to think strategically and take the time to really plan out what makes a great customer experience over live chat. What skills do our people need to make our customers super happy um, and be really successful through a live chat interaction? So then we find, okay, businesses think they're doing live chat, but actually they're failing at doing it well. Mm, yeah. You know, I, I think that uh, the, the live chat concept's great, 
Um, I know I personally like it. You know, you're dealing with the human. The other day, I um, I was at a conference. I think I mentioned this on a recent uh, episode of Amazing Business Radio, and I can't verify it, uh, but uh, I believe it's LL Bean that has uh, that uses a chatbot. And if you were to ask the chatbot, "Are you a chatbot or a human being?" the chatbot will respond, uh, "I am a chatbot." But like Pinocchio, I want to grow up to be a human being. <laughs> I thought that was funny. So what I did is is I went on to their website. I, by the way, I wanted to verify this. So I still have yet to be able to verify it because I go on the website and I keep asking the most basic questions. And then I ask, by the way, is this a chatbot or a live agent? And it always answers, this is a live agent. Why do you ask? <laughs> and I'm going... Because I just want to know. I want to, I want to get that message. I, I want to see it. I, I think that's funny. And the other day, um, I had uh, an experience with a um, chat with, I, I believe it was a live person, because in the first sentence, there was a word that was misspelled. And I know the chat bot mm. wouldn't misspell a word. And I wondered, was this done on purpose? Just to make <laughs> me know that I was talking to a human being and not a computer that's going to get it right every time, at least from the standpoint and of. And before you know it, you, before you know it, you're applying a Turing test on the thing you're using to get support before you trust it, right? <laughs> right, right. But no, I, I think this is great. So you just said something really important about uh, it, it increases. Uh, uh, in per, it basically, you said that you can increase business. So the stat that I have, the first stat, and by the way, if you go again, uh, just we're going to put the link in the show notes in our blog that we post with the show. But if you just Google Kayako live chat statistics, and Kayako is spelled K-A-Y-A-K-O. If you go to Kayako live chat statistics, Google it. There you'll get information like I'm about to share with you right now, and that is this. Live chat can increase purchases. 38% of consumers are more likely to buy from a company if they offer live chat support. I want you to back that up and tell me how that's possible. Yeah, of course. So clearly one of the, the, the biggest thing that businesses are getting right is in trying to offer live chat, and that's for a good reason. Um, you know, good live chat, great online customer service experiences makes customers more loyal. That's well established. And what our study found was nearly two-thirds of the highest spending online consumers, so those who you know, typically spend between $300 and $500 per month on commerce, they are likely to stay loyal to a business that offers live chat and that does it well. And that live chat is actually their preferred customer service channel. So above all else, above phone, email, um, social media, such as Twitter, these customers, these high value customers prefer live chat. And I thought that was really interesting because when we ask businesses the same questions, what do you think your customers preferred customer service channel is? I bet they Most said the phone. Said phone. Yep, yep, the phone. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this was this is doubly interesting because this was this was sort of a, a humorous um, contradiction, if you like, that was was identified seven or eight years ago by the CEB. I don't know if you've read the book called The Effortless Customer Experience. I love the Effortless Customer so had, Experience, and we actually had oh. uh, one of the authors, um, uh, Matthew Dixon, I believe is his name. Great guy. We That's had him right, on yes. the show a while back. Great book, by the way, the so, effortless customer experience. Let's let's give her a, give Matthew a pitch. The effortless. I'm going to say it. I'll get it. I'll get it out. The effortless customer experience. 
I would say go buy it today because it's one of the best books that was written on this whole concept. But go ahead. I, I, I interrupted. I agree. And it, we're, we're big fans of that book, and, and it's timeless as well. So anyway, they did a really in-depth study into uh, customer channel preferences. How do they like to talk to businesses? How do they like to be served? And they found, you know, businesses assumed it was phone, phone, phone. But actually, um, customers preferred self-service and live chat and then email. And then phone ranked very low. And in fact, if you break it down generationally and look specifically at, you know, stereotypical millennials, um, they hate the phone. I mean, a millennial could think of nothing worse than picking up a phone call, right? <laughs> I mean. <laughs> and they even have something called a phone that they carry with them that they don't ever use as a phone. Exactly. They just <laughs> use WhatsApp and they use messaging and live chat. It's what they use to, it's what they prefer. And, it, and, and another thing we found as part of the survey is that one of the reasons why this group of people prefers to use live chat and real-time messaging is because it puts them in control. It gives that customer control over their time, more control of the interaction. Whereas on the phone um, or in like a typical call center type setup, the customer is tied up for the entire duration of that interaction. They can't do something else on their phone. They can't do something else with their other hand. They can't put their po- phone in their pocket for 15 minutes and then come back to it and pick up the conversation where it left off. So it was just an aside there. So, you know, you've got this received wisdom on businesses on one side that they customers prefer phone. But then we're talking to customers and consumers, particularly the high value ones, the ones who really have a high propensity to spend online and give businesses their money. And they think the opposite. Um, and that was really a, a stunning finding to us. I mean, I, and then when we I can understand the millennial sorry, ahead, mindset and I can I think part of what has to happen, though, for a customer to appreciate the live chat uh, choice over phone is that you've got to tell them it's available and you got to make sure they know it. In other words, you're training your customer to know what channel to use. You do, totally. And, and this, I, I think that gets into a whole conversation around where does live chat fit into your whole customer experience and your customer journey, right? So we're talking about really good service design, the kind Disney applies where they think about the start of the customer journey, not as the customer walks through the gates, but when the customer is finding the car park to get to Disneyland. Right. They start so they start far before you actually would imagine, you know, just driving in the lot. What's that experience? You know what we're going to do? We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, don't lose that train of thought with me, Jamie, because I want to talk about that. I also, you just mentioned that uh, customers will sometimes put their phone down or go do something and then come back to the live chat. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about that because just the other day I found the exact opposite. I stepped out of the conversation for literally maybe a minute and a half to deal with something else. I came back and it says, we haven't heard from you. And they pretty much disconnected me from the chat. I had to go back in and I didn't quite have to start over, but it's like, I don't know what happened here. I thought I could do this. Let's talk about that in a moment too. So we'll be right back. Don't go away. We've been talking with Jamie Edwards, the co-founder and COO of Kayako. We're talking about live chat. This is a fascinating topic, especially because we're finding out the phone. We thought the phone was the most important thing, the best way to get to a company. I still think it's a great way to get to the company and it may be the best the first time or two. But once that customer finds out other options, such as live chat, that's where they migrate to. That's where they're feeling great about the company, the service they get, and the support they have. We'll be right back. This is Amazing Business Radio. Don't go away. If you like what you're hearing on Amazing Business Radio, and I know you do, then you can get much more of this information 
all you have to do is go to my website, hyken.com. That's www.hyken.com. Fill out the subscribe to the shepherd letter form. And each week you will get an article that contains a business tip, stories, much more, all about customer service and experience delivered straight to your inbox. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to always be amazing. This is Amazing Business Radio with Shep Hyken. We're back on Amazing Business Radio talking with Jamie Edwards. We were you had just mentioned Disney, and I think this is another great lesson. It has nothing to do with with uh, you know uh, chat, but I think it's important as you start to design the customer experience to take a lesson from Disney. It's not as soon as you start walking in the park. It, it's actually, you know, they, they go backwards. So they, and some people say the start is, oh, when you park your car. But it even goes back further than that. It, it's when you just drive in the lot. Maybe it goes back further than that. Maybe when, it's when you go online and purchase your ticket. Maybe it goes back even further than that when there's some type of marketing or advertising where, okay, I'm just thinking about going to Disney. Now let's go check out the website. So they go all the way back to eventually the the on-premise experience when you drive into the lot and you take all the things that happen. And I think that's one of the things that you've uh, made uh, a success criteria for your company, Jamie, is that you did, as we mentioned earlier in the show, start with the end in mind. What's that customer experience like? And then uh, you've journey mapped this. And I think that's another important lesson is that you've plotted out all these interaction points that the customer has. All right, so if you want to add to that, great, but I do want to talk to you about what happens when you set your phone down for a few minutes and you come back on because my experience recently with that, although I I think chat is an opportunity to be able to do that, I've always thought, shouldn't you just stay on and keep talking to that person that's helping you or or what's what's the deal there? So uh, last-minute thoughts on customer experience design. Yeah, so I'd say I think um, you hit the mark when talking about customer experience design. And I'm not advocating every business goes out there and goes into as much depth as what Disney does when designing their parks. But, but I, we do encourage our customers and we, we work with them to help, help them do this to think about how they promote different sort of channels and steps while that customer is on that journey and on that website. Because um, you touched on in, in the first segment, Shep, that there is a right tool for the job. And sometimes the phone and the phone conversation really is the best mode of communication to get something done. And that the, the same applies to email and live chat. So I would encourage businesses when implementing any channel, not just live chat, to really think about where that's placed, where that comes as an option within the customer journey, and how that option is surfaced to customers. All right, let's move into the conversation itself. And you mentioned... so mentioned something and in my head is it's got a couple of different things going on in it so let me tell you where where i'm coming from uh about two years ago i met with some of the executive uh people who run the call center support center at godaddy i love godaddy i use godaddy uh maybe i should ask them if they want to sponsor the show (laughs) but there's my big plug for godaddy i think they're awesome and uh for those that don't know godaddy sells domain names they do hosting for websites and they're they're amazing on their customer service and one of the things they talked about is uh they were working on a chat bot that would seamlessly connect over to a live person when the customer or when the when the computer realized the conversation was getting 
difficult uh, for the customer to understand or the chat bot. It knew it, this was a, a bigger question. Somehow it knows, but it does. And then um, the chat was really important. One of the things that the comment was, was when we do email, the average, and I can't remember the exact number of days, but it was like over a week. It takes on average for um, the conversation to come to an end because you email, uh, then maybe maybe the company emails right back, but the customer doesn't go back on for four or five hours and then has another question. It goes back and forth and back and forth. Finally, about a week or two later, uh, customers happy they've got their questions answered. I would imagine if they really wanted them answered quickly, they would pick up the phone and make the call. But it takes a long mm-hmm. time. Chatbot takes minutes, not hours, not weeks, but you just told me that people will sometimes set their phones down or, or walk away from the computer and come back an hour or two later and resume the call or resume the chat. Is that what I hear you saying? Yeah, that's right. So, so I think there's, there's sort of two different contexts you touched on there. So the first one, chatbots. I mean, if it's a robot, you're going to be able to get an answer instantly. Um, we've got a particular view over to what extent chatbots can replace people and talking to a real person um, over live chat or any customer service medium. We think that the technology, um, even with the best in class of people who are working on this at Google and Amazon, it is nowhere near good enough to replace people for anything other than really basic FAQs in perhaps a narrow business context such as GoDaddy, right? So I I mean, GoDaddy know that their customers are going to be contacting them about domain names. That's very narrow. For anything else, chatbots just fall flat. And I think most of your listeners here will have experienced a bad chatbot experience. And it just is it's worse than frustrating. Um, it just gets, it drives people completely insane when a chatbot gets things wrong. It's the worst form of customer service. It's amazing so how it gets bot- them wrong, too. I, I know I've told this story before. I'm going to share it again. I'm online trying to find out if the computer that I just got for my wife, I want to get her a docking station. So I'm looking at the website. I see the docking station. Little window pops up. Is there anything I can help you with? Does the docking station charge the computer when you put it in, when you set the computer into the docking station? And the response was, which computer would you like to buy? My response was, (laughs) I don't want to buy a computer. So now I ask the question, same question, but a different way. And I asked it three times and I got the same answer three times. Which computer do you want to buy? Which really they just didn't understand what my question was. They the computer it's maddening, isn't it? It is. And then and then I'm not even go and they and the people that listen to the show know the rest of this story, which I don't need to talk about again. But it was one frustration after another. And uh, it started with the chat bot, which is why maybe the live chat, once the computer realized question, customers upset flip it over to a human being, let the live person take over. And uh, anyway, we'll, we'll, go, we'll go from that point. But, but dropping the conversation, I, I just want to know, can you walk away and come back? Is that what you're saying that uh, your live chat solution should allow for? Yeah, that I, that's correct. So um, traditional live chat, which is most live chat experiences out there, and live chat tools, they've been built from how a business works out to the customer, right? Which is the opposite of what we do at CACO. So live chat software providers and businesses have built live chat experiences that mirror things that businesses are already familiar with, such as a call center queue and an IVR phone system. So, you know, they took the call center paradigm of we'll queue calls up, 
we'll hold them. We'll ask them to complete some IVR steps, you know, pick option one if your questions related to blah, blah, blah. And then we will mirror this experience on live chat because that's what we're used to and it's how our business is designed. But that's a substandard experience in the context of, of online and where customers expect to be, do you see? Right. They and where want, they're doing they multiple want it things now. at once. Right. They want it right now. They want it now, but they're also doing multiple things at once, right? They're multitasking. We all multitask on our computers. Mm-hmm. While we're replying to an email, we might have something open on our browser tab. And the same is the case when we're shopping online. The, the problem with that live chat experience, that mapping of that old school call center experience to live chat, is it ties the customers up and it, it, it ticks them off. The customer does not like being tied up. Life gets in the way. They may get distracted by another email or call coming and have to tend to that. And if in those few minutes where the customer steps away, the agent is going to tell them, hey, we haven't heard from you. I'm disconnecting this chat. If you want to pick up this conversation again, you've got to go right back to the start, fill in the form again, and hopefully you'll end up speaking to the same person. Otherwise, you'll need to repeat everything again. It's a terrible experience. With Kayako um, and a few other modern live chat solutions out there which have been built on real-time messaging paradigms, the kind of which we've been using on WhatsApp and Facebook Messenger to talk to our friends, where the conversation is always there. It's always ongoing. You can add to it. You can close it. You can open it up again later, and you can pick up where that conversation left off. We built Kayako around those kinds of paradigms, the kind of which consumers are already used to using today. And that means you can start a conversation with a business using Kayako, and you can step away. You can put your phone in your pockets 15 minutes. You can close your laptop and even come back the next day. And when you go back to that site, back to that mobile app, you'll be able to pick up that same conversation where you left off. You but, won't have to repeat yourselves, and you won't have to get in the queue again. But doesn't uh, the agent that's working on your case now have to go back and look at all of the uh, interaction that happened with yesterday's agent? Uh, well, that's where good software design uh, and technology comes in to help agents ramp up on that conversation if a new agent has to pick up that conversation. We would suggest designing a team such that hopefully you can route that customer back to the same agent they will be talking to. Because one thing we know from our live chat study is actually customers are happy to sacrifice response time and resolution time if it means they don't need to repeat themselves and their overall effort in that conversation is reduced. So a customer would rather take 15 minutes to get to a good point of resolution with low effort, rather than taking five minutes, which involve frustration and having to repeat themselves I know. and having to cram a load of stuff in. They truly do uh, hate repeating themselves. Uh, <laughs> it's one of the more frustrating things. Exactly. All right, we're going to take another short break. When we come back, we're going to talk, uh, we're going to wrap this up, but we're going to talk a little bit of, about uh, how live chat creates loyalty and your last thoughts on uh, how important this concept is for companies to consider. I also want to talk about how you staff properly for live chat. All that coming up more, uh, coming up in just a few moments here with Amazing Business Radio. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Short break. We're coming right back. How would you like customer service training anytime you want it or need it, day or night? Well, with Shepherd Virtual Training, you will have world-class customer service training at your fingertips online 24-7, 365 days a year. Just go to www.shepondemand.com. Once again, that's shepondemand.com. And remember, always be amazing. 
You're listening to Amazing Business Radio with best-selling author and customer service and business expert, Shep Hyken. We're back on Amazing Business Radio. All right, live chat, uh, and I have a stat here. Live chat can boost customer loyalty. 51% of consumers are more likely to stay with or buy again from a company if they offer live chat support. Back that one up for me, Jamie. So businesses that offer live chat support and businesses that do it well, they are more likely to meet their customers' expectations and exceed them. And let's take an e-commerce example. So a customer's expectation is they want to browse through some products, they want to find what's right for them, maybe need a bit of help along the way, in which case they they need to exchange a few messages with someone real quick um, rather than switching over to email or the phone, which might take longer, and then they make their their purchase. If that entire journey can take place in a way that pleases the customer, doesn't frustrate the customer, and minimize, really minimizes customer effort, then the customer is going to have a really high affinity for this business, and they're going to come back to this business because that's what consumers optimize for, low effort, high value. Right. Right. So they're coming back, and, and that's a powerful thing. All right. As we start to uh, wrap up here, I, I asked you, be, before we get to my one thing question, staffing properly, you know, and, and how small of a company can use a solution like live chat? And let's say our company, we're typically open from eight in the morning until five or so in the afternoon. And what happens if uh, we don't have 24 hour uh, around the clock support? What happens if somebody tries to chat with me at two in the morning from the other side of the world? What happens? It's funny you mentioned this because this is one of the chief concerns businesses had who responded to our survey about why, why they're reluctant to roll out live chat. And it's because of this availability question. And businesses assume they need to have round-the-clock or even solid eight-hour-a-day working day coverage for live chat and to make it successful. But they really don't because live chat is, shouldn't be used and thought about in isolation. Live chat is just one piece of the customer service channels and customer service journey you offer to your customers. Um, and a solution like Kanka, for example, integrated into the live chat experience, we have some automation. You can call it bot-like functionality, and we integrate some self-service to make sure that there's at least some live help there for the customer, even when your people are otherwise engaged or offline. And then the customers, as long as you set your customers' expectations that the team will be back at this sort of time to help you, but in the meantime, let's see if this stuff can help you. Customers will be fine. It's if you if you don't set those expectations correctly, you miss customer expectations. And that's when upset happens, and the customers become disloyal. So it's like an automated response that says, "Hey, thank you. Our normal business hours are eight till five. If you've reached us outside of business hours, might we suggest you go to this website?" that has the most frequently asked questions. Uh, we've also got some video tutorials or whatever it is that you do to support people uh, with the self-service solution. Exactly. Yeah. So, so exactly. that's good. And what would, yeah, and what would be a bad example of that is if you say, okay, thank you for your message. We'll get back to you soon. And then soon is like eight hours later. Right. That's not, yeah. No What's, what is the definition the of soon? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. How do you localize that? Right. All right. So, we, uh, we're just about to the end of the show. This is where I always ask that one thing question. It's the one thing that you want to remind people about. Maybe we've already talked about it, or you want to give us one last nugget of information. Jamie, what would that be? The one thing that I could talk about many things, but okay, you're forcing me to pick one. I'm going to talk about, I'm going to talk about 
customer experience engineering. So the skills that your team and your customer support agents or advocates or whatever you call them have for them to be able to engineer great customer experiences in the context of who they're speaking to and the channel they're speaking to the customer over. So I'm talking about things like using the right language and tone of voice, depending on the generation of customer you're appealing to or things you know about your audience. So for example, a law firm is not going to use emojis and animated GIFs in a live chat or in an email when talking to their business clients. Mm -hmm. However, a up-and-coming retail store, fashion store may well do so because they need to respect and understand the context of the channel they're talking to the customer in and really understand who they're talking to. And I always advocate, and I, I'm sure I sound like a broken record, um, especially to the CACA team, customer experience engineering needs to be the top priority, that investment in your people and skilling up your people because the technology in the channel, that's really just a means to an end. And it's a means of getting your people connected to your customers so that you can ultimately make them successful. Uh, that's a little long for a tweet, but I think we can cut that down. And I think you <laughs> nailed it, though. You know, the customer experience design is is job one. And, and this is just a vehicle or something to support that design that you create for the experience. This has been awesome. Exactly. Uh, or should I say amazing, Jamie? Thank you very much. We've been talking with Jamie Edwards, the COO and the co-founder of Kayako. And we've been talking all about uh, live chat. And if you want to learn more about live chat and the statistics that they found in their study, go to uh, just go to Google. And, you know, as I mentioned, I'm going to put it in the show notes. But in case you don't want to go read the blog, go to Kayako, K-A-Y-A-K-O, live chat statistics, and you'll get access to the numbers and studies to help help prove the point and jamie thank you so much for being on the show this has been amazing thanks so much chef i loved every minute of it all right and we're going to have another great episode next week so make sure you come back and if you love what you're listening to tell your friends subscribe leave a comment this is chef hyken until next week when we meet again reminding you to always be amazing This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.